no-calling line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. I mean, I'm definitely seeing the, the change in the, in the energy. You know, last year was definitely a, a rebuilding period for OU. You know, they were going through a lot of changes and trying to adjust to a lot of different things. But this year, I definitely think that, you know, things have clicked. And they're definitely, they've definitely built a lot of momentum just from people, you know, seeing the season they had last year and thinking, you know, maybe OU isn't all that. And then they took that and turned it into something else. And now they doing what they did for the past three weeks. You know, every game that they played, they've... Have had good defense. They've run good plays. They've executed their routes well, and I haven't seen anything I didn't like. Well, that's what it sounded like Saturday night at Chicken and the Wolf. In case you missed it, Danny Okoye has watched virtually every single snap of this OU defense throughout the first three games, and there's nothing he doesn't like. Travis Davidson and. He's the man of the hour coming up later tonight. You are front and center there at Core Society in Bixby. And, yeah, man, we got a big-time decision coming up at 6.30 tonight. Yeah, yeah, really big time. And, Tyler, who who would have thunk, right? Who would have thunk you and I would be here together today talking about a prospect, the number one prospect in the state of Oklahoma, according to ESPN, Rivals on 3. I mean, this was a guy that, Months ago, I didn't even believe his trainer when he told me that Danny was going to go on a visit because I was like, (laughs) nah, he's a poke. He's a poke. He's going to OSU. He's not even going to bother. And then now, months later, Tyler, I'm sitting at the table with three hats in front of me, and one of them says Oklahoma Sooners. So look how far we've come for the a massive prospect. Now people are going to ask you to do hat science. Uh, does one hat look like it's brand new? Does one hat look like it's been worn for about the past four to six months or so? Can, can you tell anything from the hat science since they're sitting right in front of you? Yeah, I mean, the Tennessee hat is is pretty slick. It's one of the gray ones with just the swoosh underneath. You know how, like, Brent, when he landed in the jet, he had that Oklahoma cap with the, just the Jordan logo. Like, that's that kind of style, the Tennessee one. You've got the you've got the black uh, with the interlocking OU hat. That's 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 in the middle, and I'm not the one that put it there. It's got the schooner on the side, and then the Texas hat. It's got it, it's got some some stain on it a little bit. Still clean. It's Is it upright one. or upside down? It's upright for okay. now, okay. for now. But uh, but yeah. So hat science, whatever hat science needs to be. I am here. Um, I can I can dictate that as much as we need to be. Sam and Edmund says, does one hat say Edgeman on it? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure uh, Miguel Chavis has got one on right now that says Edgeman on it, especially if they get that commit tonight. That'll be, that'll be a big deal, man. No, how cool it, would it be if, how cool would it be if Danny uh, didn't pick up any of the three hats in front of him and just pulled an Edgeman hat out of his backpack? <laughs> that would be, that'd be the nice uh, tip of the cap there to uh, to Miguel Chavis, his uh, lead recruiter in this. No, I just, th- th- this is cool, man. You and I have gotten a chance to really know him um I've only I mean I've interviewed him a couple of times I think you're a little bit closer than just outside those two interviews so you know more more than anything I I think we're getting good news tonight but really happy for that kid because he's incredibly mature uh he's incredibly smart he's a hell of a football player and um you're just you're, you're happy for a kid like him because he he goes about things the right way so so good for good for Danny for having this moment tonight yeah I mean and that's what's important right because he is still pretty raw as a prospect simply because at Noah, I don't feel, and this isn't a knock on them. I mean, they're a, they're limited by what they are. They're a homeschool, homeschool association, right? So, I mean, he doesn't maybe have the coaching that maybe some people got at Denton Geyer or at Lee Summit North or even at Bixby or something like that where, where they're constantly churning out these prospects. And again, I'm not here to pick on Noah by any means, but, it's. I think if you give Danny to Todd Bates and Miguel Chavis, I think you're going to unlock something truly special because he's not even tapped into an ounce of his potential yet, and that's what's so exciting. And, Tyler, you brought up the maturity that he had shown in our interviews. Like, that's the stuff that translates. You can have dudes that have been developed by coaches, and it's like, okay, you've kind of seen what what they are. Like, they might be a finished product kind of, even at the high school level, but – 
when you talk to Danny, those that have heard Danny and, and seen him lift in the weight room and this, that, and the other, like you, you see the, all of the ingredients that are high, high level ingredients. And then now they're finally being given to, you know, a Michelin star chef. Yeah. He, he's joining us today, correct? At some point. Yeah, he uh, he will be likely here in uh, the last couple, maybe the last couple segments, definitely the last segment. Um, we get started here at 6.30 with his announcement. We are here on the gym side. Uh, come on out. Come say hi. If you're in the area, come say hi. I'm set up here right inside the door. I've got some specials going on. It's really an impressive facility. I mean, golf simulators, full basketball court. They're, do- they're doing all-, all kinds of stuff. Um and uh, yeah, come out and say hi. But he'll he'll be here for sure. Core Society there in Bixby is where Travis is going to be till six p.m. Now, I don't know. Uh, I, I think I mentioned this on Monday. Danny was on the post game show for not only one segment but for two segments, and he really wanted to talk to some callers during the post game show. To which we <laughs> yeah. said, "It's a fun idea, but uh, I, I, I I don't I don't know if we can go there just yet." So how about this? We'll do the next best thing today. Uh, towards the tail end of the show when he hops on. Uh, we'll, we'll get some uh, text questions from the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, and we can shoot some uh, text questions Danny's way. Not some not Perfect. some phone calls on the postgame show, but we'll get some people a chance to sound off to uh, Danny Okoye, the number one player in the state, and uh, see what he has to say. But, now nah, we'll, uh, we'll keep you updated and uh, with everything going on all show long. But we do have OU at Cincinnati, 11 a.m. on Fox on Saturday, and – I know that Teddy scared a lot of people with the way that he's talked about the Bearcats recently. But, Travis, my question to you and the text line, what's your overall concern level as OU gets ready to open up conference play this weekend? Is that a 10? Like, hey, you better show up and play really good football this game or you're going to get beat. Or are you walking into this game thinking, man, OU's definitely the more talented team. If they just play well, they're going to find a way to start 4-0. Yeah, I mean, I took I took Oklahoma to cover. Um, I'm not full blown just as confident as I was against maybe Arkansas State or Tulsa or something like that, where it's a question of how much will we win by, not if we will win. I'm not full blown there, but you know, it's it's been belabored at this point, right? Defensive line, defensive line, Cincinnati's defensive line. Okay, cool. Well, their secondary maybe not too impressive. Our run defense versus their running backs, probably pretty good. Our run defense has been really good so far. When you see what other teams have done, like especially SMU, I know they played Prairie View, but they put up 69 points. And we've been able to shut down some offenses. Emory Jones is hot and cold. Yeah, he can move around the pocket, but I don't know. I'm I'm probably, level of concern you ask, I'm probably at a six. At a six, okay. I, I'm probably, I mean, I have an early week slash midweek score of 38-20, which covers the 14.5 point spread. So I'm probably at a, at a five or a six. Here's what I just can't get over, okay? And I think that Cincinnati is probably better than what they showed last week. I mean, they dominated really every statistical category except the final score. They had close to 200 more yards than Miami of Ohio, more rushing yards, more passing yards, all of that. But they still lost to Miami of Ohio at home, man. Miami of Ohio is not a good – they're just not a good football team. So if, if what I believe about this OU team is true, they'll go up to Cincinnati and beat a team and, you know, kind of control the game against a squad that just lost to Miami of Ohio at home. I, again, I, I think Cincinnati is a they're, – they're, they're a good football team. They're a nice team somewhere maybe mid-level in this conference. But if this OU team is what I, you, and a lot of other people think it is, OU will go up there and take care of business on Saturday. Yeah, and you got to wonder. I think it's a fair question to say, hey, was that a look-ahead type situation? I mean, this is a big game for Cincinnati. Big, you know, uh, big noon kickoff's going to be there. It's their, their big, big kind of, uh, you know, uh, coming out party to the world, essentially. Introduction to the world as a Power Five team all of a sudden. This is a big moment for them, something they've been looking forward to. So, is it possible, Tyler, that they looked ahead? It's one of the biggest said, home games in school history for them. So, I, I could yeah. say, I, I could definitely say yeah, yes to that. So, so I think that that's absolutely possible, and that's something that's got to be considered. I do like, that our defense probably travels, you know, defense typically travels. 
Uh, I like that it's an 11 a.m. game. You know, you get them, you know, kind of in that sleepy rooster kickoff. You know, but uh, no, I. I I, I don't think you can look at that Miami of Ohio game outside of maybe them exploiting some things without at least considering it as a look ahead game. Because you could look at Texas, right, this year and be like, you know, God, they look bad against Rice. And then they go beat a Bama team by, you know, comfortably. And then Bama might stink. And then they're tied 10 10 at Wyoming. Like, it's, it's really tough this early in the season, Tyler, to make any sweeping judgment off of just one, you know, uh, underwhelming performance against an underwhelming opponent. Let's see uh, how the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line is feeling uh, going into this weekend. 405, I think OU will dominate Cincinnati. 918 says 6.9 on the concern scale. Nice. 405 says level of concern for me is a 3, 56, 14 OU. Peyton says it was 100% a look ahead. 27-17 with OU scoring a touchdown with less than five minutes to ice it. So Peyton likes a uh, pretty tight football game. 5-1-2 says same scenario played out with Kansas State last year. It's true. K-State loses to Tulane uh, in the previous week. Then they beat OU. But that Tulane team ended up being pretty that, – that Tulane team a little bit better than this Miami of Ohio team that we're talking about. Tulane ended up winning a New Year Six Bowl game last year. But there's – there, there, there's still a, a comparison there to be made. Um, so it feels like most people uh, feel pretty comfortable heading into this weekend. And, yes, their defensive line will be difficult to deal with. There's no doubt about that. With, one, their skill level up front, and, two, maybe what the offensive line for OU has looked like and some of the young players they might have to play this weekend. But there's also some big-time advantages for, for OU as well. And, and I think that you pointed one out. Cincinnati's offensive line is not great, and in fact, they're, they're pretty small. I think OU's defensive line, their front seven, got a chance to have a very, very, very big day against the run. OU's been really good against the run regardless up to this point, but as long as they don't let Emory Jones get loose, I, I think Cincinnati's going to have a hard time running the ball on Saturday. Yeah, I agree, and it, you know, it's all going to be about you know, containing, you know, the, uh, containing the play of those defensive ends. You know, Teddy talks about it not getting too far up the field and uh, and creating that gap. But you know, just just being disciplined, Tyler. And I love seeing it against Tulsa again. It's Tulsa. We all know. But Marcus Stripling, you know, Reggie Grimes getting in there. You know what I mean? Like you have legitimate depth. It wasn't that you know Reggie Grimes, who was a starter last year, got a lot worse. You know, it's just not the case. It's just that everybody's raised their level of play. Uh, across the board. And, Tyler, what I really like about this defense is the secondary. When you look at what Gentry Williams has been able to do when he's been in there, Woody Washington is having an incredible start to his season. Look at the five interceptions, obviously three from the secondary against Tulsa. That tells me, hey, look, if you want to send some extra blitzers, go right ahead because our guys will take care of it on the back end. If you think you can get at their offensive line and eventually to Emory Jones, go ahead and send them. Their plus-minus uh, up to this point has been pretty good. And, again, I, I, I recognize the level of competition throughout the first three weeks has not been great. But what's OU just turned it over one time all year long? Um, that interception down the field to, to Gavin Freeman, which could have been a P.I. Um, OU's plus-minus is, is really good. And they turned Cincinnati a couple of times, uh, turn over Cincinnati a couple of times on Saturday, then, yeah, I'll, I'll feel really good about things. Th- this is one of those, to me, where – Feel like Cincinnati would have to win the turnover battle two to nothing, three to one, something like that. Like Cincy may have to be a plus two in the turnover category, and I feel pretty good about OU forcing a couple. And up to this point, Dylan Gabriel's almost been as—I mean, really—he's been as good as you could ask for. But it, this offense, in terms of taking care of the ball, has been has been really good. So I don't I don't worry necessarily about this offense going up there and turning it over three or four times. Right. I mean, you look at the the turnover from, you know, from Dylan. He was getting smoked, you know, man in his grill. And a lot of people still think that we should petition the NCAA about a pass interference call. Like, it wasn't a bad throw, like a bad read. It wasn't a mistake. He wasn't throwing in a double coverage. He took a shot while he was taking a shot. And, uh, and, and it fell, it fell to the ground, but, or it fell into the defender's hands. But you're right. I mean, Dylan Gabriel is playing at a level that not only is his career best, I mean, 
you could argue that he's playing the best in the country just statistically. Obviously, he hasn't had to play the competition, and we all understand that. Tyler, I cannot wait to get to the day where we can come on air and not have to make excuses for the competition. Um, but it's he, he's just been playing at another level. And when Dylan Gabriel's playing like that, God, you're going to be really tough to beat. Uh, let's get, get a few more here. 918 Sooner says 38-24-OU. Um, 918 says, this is what scares me. They lost to Miami of Ohio, and now OU fans expect us to destroy them. Cincinnati is a legit defense. Emory Jones is an athletic quarterback. 35-24, but it's a lot closer than what the score says, in my opinion. And I can get like that whole thing. They lost to uh, Miami of Ohio last week, and here comes OU, maybe a little bit overconfident. Like I, I guess I can get a little bit why that would make someone nervous, but I don't fault OU fans, man. I don't fault – if you're someone that's really confident going into this game, I, 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 don't, I don't fault you. And not that – being overconfident means you think OU's the best team in the country, but come on, Travis. This is a team that just lost to Miami of Ohio, and the last time I checked, it is still Cincinnati playing Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma, if they are who we think they are, they should go up and, and win this football game. So I don't fault anyone who comes off as, uh, as confident going into Saturday. You're going into the SEC next year. You should go up to Cincinnati and win on Saturday. That's, that's kind of where I'm at. Well, and, and if nothing else, Tyler, I mean, we know you can't avoid the headlines, right? I mean, you can say, oh, no, I don't read that stuff. I don't know this other. Like, you absolutely read them. And the fact that, you know, the entire country is basically saying, Psh, it could be the same old OU. Heck, half our fan base, Tyler, is saying, well, we were 3-0 last year. It's like, yes, we were 3-0, but, Tyler, I'm not sure the 3-0s are all that similar. But... And I think, you know, at least some of them are saying, you know what, we want to go out there and dominate this win too. Like, we want to go out there and blow them out just like we blew out the first, you know, or two out of three. Obviously, we covered against SMU. But a situation where it's like, okay, we need to we, – we still aren't respected despite, you know, leading the country in third down conversion, you know, being top five in both offense and defense on the scoring side, having all the, you know, the turnovers, having all – like, we still don't – we aren't getting an ounce of respect. So – we're going to just have to dominate everybody we play, and I think they're going to bring that mentality. Uh, one more from uh, 304 West Virginia. I think Cincinnati will come out swinging with something to prove, but I think OU will win. It's my birthday weekend, and I'll be there, so I will accept nothing less. Well, if you're going to Cincinnati, and based on the text line, there's a decent number of OU fans making the trip out there. Martino's on Vine is where you're going to be for the postgame show. And what's that, like two and a half blocks away from Nippert Stadium? Yep, it's going to be two blocks east. Uh, they've got a whole – I was on the phone with them all morning. They've got a great setup for us there in the parking lot. They've got a couple tents. I told them to make sure and stock it with plenty of cold beer. Yes. So they'll have cold beers out there. They'll have some seltzers out there. Uh, even, you know, asking what everybody drank. I tried to get the Sooner Schooner All-American Ale up there, but unfortunately they <laughs> they don't have it up there. So – uh, but, no, it's going to be a great setup. Uh, they're really doing, like, they're shutting down the whole street and doing, like, a street party. That sounds awesome. Uh, it, it's it's going to be great. And feel free to stop by there pregame as well. I'm going to be there postgame doing radio. But pregame, come through. Uh, I know I put it out on Twitter. And there's a – yeah, Tyler, there's a bunch of people going. So should be a really exciting time. And, like I said, uh, make sure – like. It's two blocks east of the stadium. There's there's no excuse not to drop by. 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. When we get back, the national opinion of Dylan Gabriel is starting to change a little bit. We'll tell you what that means coming up next right here on The Ref. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. The changing season is here, and if you're ready for a change, check out the 2023 Buick Envisions. Take up to $5,250 off MSRP for eligible non-GM owners. There's not a better change than driving a Buick from Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness. Partners. You, you don't look at that to me. You don't look at the jersey and say, oh, you know, it's a team like Oklahoma, you know, with tons of history and all this and that. Yeah, you know, we respect them, um, but we still want to go out and, and win, and we still want to go out and play our best football. Um, you know, as and, that, and that's how you approach it. You know, you approach it with your training. 
um, how, how good can we prepare this week to go out and play great? And, and then you go out on the field, then we expect our guys to make plays. We expect them to do the things that, that they've, they've been showing they've done in practice. So, um, you know, we got to go out there and play our best ball and, and hope we can go out and get a win. Cincinnati head coach Scott Satterfield. Was at Louisville last year, first-year head coach at Cincinnati this year, saying, yeah, we're not going to uh, just show up and be intimidated by Oklahoma. A text line from the 918 says, if I told you that Dylan Gabriel was playing quarterback better than 2017 Baker Mayfield, would you believe me? Now, statistically, I might believe you that Gabriel's numbers through three games are better. I don't know if that's the case, but I could at least believe it. The difference and the massive difference here is that uh, Baker Mayfield won at Ohio State in his first three games of the 2017 season. So, statistically, maybe yes, but overall, Baker had a much, much, much better win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 it's funny because, you know, I, I know you and Teddy were talking about yesterday why, why Dylan kind of gets some of the hate that he – maybe not hate, but doubt, I think is the word that you guys used. The doubt that he does. And it was because, you know, like a guy like Baker, I'm glad you brought him up, Got that win against Tennessee, right? And that was Baker's like, ooh, that's my I'm a, I've arrived moment. And it it frustrates me a bit because I think it's unfair to Dylan, right? Like, I'm not saying Dylan's going to go on to be the number one pick of the Heisman by, you know, any means. But it's unfair that Zach Sanchez picked off Josh Dobbs there. And if they score on that drive, who knows what happens in that game? If, you know, if the defense gives up a touchdown there and, you know, if they end up going on to lose that game. Hell, is, the defense doesn't keep it at two scores in, going in the fourth. You know what I mean? Right. The defense was playing great. The, the, the first half, they, you know, Oklahoma stunk. So it's like that's the thing is we all remember that moment as it pertained to Baker. But, I mean, if we just go back to, um, I mean, last year. Look at the, look at the Texas Tech game, Tyler. Dylan went four, through for 449 yards on 70% passing with six touchdowns. But – we all see it as a loss, right? Because it, like it's not an arrival game because he lost. And you look at Kansas State last year, right? We were trying to, you know, that was kind of where the wheels started to fall off. I mean, he threw for 330 yards on 67% completion with four touchdowns, 61 yards on the ground with seven carries. I mean, those are winning. Those are those are, those should be winning outings, Tyler. And that's what's a bit frustrating to me is, you know, Dylan gets judged as the well. When, what, when has he had a big win? When has he won, gone out and won you a game? Well, he's tried, but our fourth quarter defense was buns. And it's like, I mean, it, that's not his fault by any ma- stretch of the imagination. So I think that's what's interesting about the, I don't know, the conversation around Dylan Gabriel is it's like, dude, you might think he can't, you know, go out there and take over a game and get you a win, but he's tried. He's tried, but he can't do it all alone. So on three, speaking of Dylan Gabriel, has their top 25 quarterback rankings every single week. So here's their top 25 quarterback rankings entering week four. And I don't believe that Gabriel was ranked in the top 25 last week. He certainly wasn't ranked in the top 10 or top 15. They've got him inside the top 10 this week after his game against Tulsa. They've got him at number nine, ranked in front of quarterbacks such as Jordan Travis at Florida State, who's had a nice start to the year, Uh, Jaden Daniels at LSU, Tyler Van Dyke at Miami, and even, wait for it, Quinn Ewers from the University of Texas, who's ranked number 14. Yeah. Wow. Hey, you know what? Finally a little bit of respect. Still at number nine. And in I mean, the Heisman odds, he was yesterday, like he had the seventh, yeah, seventh highest odds in the uh, in, in Vegas to, to win that award in the top ten. So at least some people nationally are, are slowly buying into him a little bit more and more as the weeks go on. Yeah, and I don't know. It's I know you don't – I know national respect doesn't equal wins, and I totally get that. So maybe, maybe I'm just being a bit – I don't know – grouchy about it that's totally possible tyler about man why doesn't anybody give us the respect hey well if you keep going out and winning eventually you get respect but you know some of these things like national awards those are narrative driven to an extent you know heisman 
that kind of stuff. Like that, that's that's dri- narrative driven to an extent. Playoff committee, that's narrative driven to an extent. So you know, eventually, and I know everybody's going to say, "We'll just go out and beat Texas, and it'll all be taken care of." Man, I hope so. I hope that's the case. I hope we go out there and beat them. Well, if they start six and zero and he plays well against Texas and they win, and you're still hating on him, then that's that's that individual's problem more than it is Dylan Gabriel's problem. I I would argue that it would be the individual's problem as we sit here on Wednesday, September twentieth at three thirty two p.m. Tyler, if you are still hating on Dylan Gabriel this year for what he's done this year, then again, it's you just you have you have an issue with him personally or something or you think that or you think that Jackson Arnold somehow could go out there and do it better right now which nobody else in the country statistically can do it better right now so I'm not sure and I don't want it to turn into this Tyler I don't want it throughout the season to turn into like Dylan's support turning into Jack Jackson Arnold doubt and I know that's we live in a world where it's either got to be hot cold Pepsi Coke Walmart Target Republican democrat like it's all like it's everything's you've got to pick a side at all times it's like with this i hope it doesn't turn into a hey i think dylan's playing really good oh you think jackson's a bum like no i don't like it's okay you to can have, have two, two good, quarterbacks. good quarterbacks i've seen it's it okay. before I've, I've seen it like the past five six years in 2017 the year that was referenced on the text uh 2017 they had two uh legendary quarterbacks on the same roster it can happen ask a Ask Mike Gundy. He's got three good quarterbacks. <laughs> well, he'll, he'll, he might tell you he has four with uh, Zane Flores as a freshman. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Here was that full list, by the way, or at least the top ten. Caleb Williams ranked number one by on three. Drake May of North Carolina was ranked number two. Michael Penix Jr. of Washington was three. Shador Sanders of Colorado was four. Sam Hartman of Notre Dame, five. Bo Nix at Oregon, six. Drew Aller at Penn State, 7. J.J. McCarthy at Michigan, 8. D.G. at 9. And then Jordan Travis, uh, Florida State at 10. What's interesting is on the graphic that they put out, it's Dylan Gabriel in the graphic. Yeah, because he's the he's in the top 10 for the first time. I think that's what their, their big move was this week. That's okay. why I'm guessing I, I, that that's the case. I just felt that was interesting. Like, hmm. I mean, obviously, Shador Sanders and the whole Colorado thing is moving the needle big time. Caleb always moves the needle, you know, all that. And they they, they put old Dylan Gabriel on the graphic. Interesting. Sarks we'll Vodka says all the boys on the podcast on the Prairie made a great point. They said, just be patient. If he keeps this play up and beats Texas, all the praise will come. And I completely agree. He's the quarterback at OU, so that warrants praise. He was just on a 6-7 and seven team last year. Let us go into Texas with no losses. Win that game, and the Heisman hype will begin, I promise you. Well, I mean, all, all that's true, Sarks Vodka. I, I just think more things are going to happen with this team than just Heisman hype for Dylan Gabriel. Um, All-American hype for Danny Stutzman is going to kick up even more. Praise for the OU defense. Uh, more and more conversations about OU making the college football playoff will happen. Like, that really is the moment if it happens. And I think most OU fans don't really care about that. Maybe some even like kind of being under the radar a little bit to this point in the year. But you're not going to be able to avoid it if you're 6-0 and and you just beat Texas. The praise locally and nationally, it's going to be um, – yeah, I mean, it's on, on both sides of the ball, head coach, everything. It's, it's, going to get pretty, it's going to get pretty wild, I think. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, but yeah, you've got you simply got to go out there and 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 win the game. And it's it's funny because when you and I were doing post game uh, a couple weeks ago, like, and we were watching Texas just score long touchdowns, you know, just look like they were shoving Alabama around a little bit. And I, I looked at you and I was like, oh boy, they look pretty good. And then I watched Alabama, or we watched Alabama playing South Florida. In, on, on, during our post-game show last week, and then we saw what Texas was still tied in the fourth quarter at 10-10 with Wyoming, and I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I'm starting I thought Iowa it. was playing South Florida but wearing Alabama uniforms on Saturday. That's what I thought was going on. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fascinating. It's truly fascinating. But it, it's it's just a weird year, man, just a really weird year. You look at the, you know, and it's been well-documented, but the, but the SEC powers, you know, that are usually really good, we don't know who's good. It might, you know what? Oklahoma might be the only good team. 
<laughs> us in Washington. <laughs> yeah, OU Washington. Uh, and, and North Carolina. Uh, and along with some other random team in the four-team playoff. There you go. What's going on at Core Society up there in Bixby? Man, this place, this is the first time that I've actually been out here, and it is wildly impressive. So they've got the full basketball court right over here. Everything, of course, brand new here. Um, they've got all the world-class equipment. They've got the trainers here. They've got an HD golf simulator. Um, they've got, uh, well, the two full-size NBA quality basketball courts. Uh, they've got sports performance programs. They've got R3 stretch with the zero-gravity massage chairs and tables and all that going out, scraping, cupping, dry needling. Uh, and then they've got a membership special going on right now. It's usually $119 a month. Right now, it's $75 a month. That's something they did just for us coming out here. So $75 a month instead of the 119 and Boy, they got everything out here, Tyler. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line and more OU football. We'll do it all next right here on The Ref. This is The Ref Sports Radio Network. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. You're a member of the Ref Army, and we know you want to show it this football season. Just visit KREF.com, click the KREF store link on the menu, and check out our fresh line of shirts like the official Ref Army tailgate shirt. Say goodbye to the Big 12 with our Thanks for the Trophies shirt, and join us in our pink shirt to salute Julie Venable's fight with breast cancer, for which a portion of every purchase will be donated to Stevenson Cancer Center. Find all of that and more at the KREF store. The KREF store, the home of Sooner fans to suit up for the Ref Army. Hi, I'm Tim Lasher from my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity system comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113. Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We all make choices about alcohol. Kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Hey, uh, remind me about that party again. And adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations, and they want honest answers in everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Did the recent storms damage your home and roof? Call All-American Roofing today. All-American Roofing has been repairing and replacing roofs for over 40 years and is a second-generation locally-owned roofing company. They are also a Google-guaranteed contractor and offer free inspections. Our roofers are GAF Master Elite contractors with a BBB A-plus rating. Call All-American Roofing today at 405-787-0400. All-American Roofing, the best roofing company in Oklahoma. 405-787-0400. Serving in Afghanistan, I was shot in the head by sniper fire. I was given a 5% chance to live. I'm Adam Alexander, and I'm a veteran. Today, I visit classrooms and share my story. I tell kids that with a little help and a lot of work, that you can overcome any challenge. DAV helps veterans like Adam get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is being there for the next generation. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Hi, I'm Ryan Blaney, a third-generation race car driver, and I dedicate a lot of my time going fast. But when my grandpa was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, it was a very unexpected bump in the road for us. It's important to notice if older family members are acting differently or having trouble with routine tasks. Early detection of Alzheimer's can give your family time to explore support services and access available treatments. If you or your family are noticing changes, it could be Alzheimer's. Talk about seeing a doctor together. Visit alz.org slash time to talk, a message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. 
The Mont invites you to come by and enjoy our high-quality food and drinks in our historic atmosphere. The Mont has won numerous awards, including Best Restaurant in Norman, Best Appetizer for our Great Queso, Best Exotic Drink for the Original Swirl, the Best Patio Dining for our beautifully landscaped patio. Come see the Town Tavern, OU football scoreboards dating back to 1947. We'll see you at the Mont on the corner of Boyd and Classen, or call us at 329-3330. Rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson. Some bold predictions are being made on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. In the 918, calling it now, Dylan Gabriel wins the Heisman and Danny Stutzman wins the Buckus. OU wins the Big 12 and goes to the playoff and wins the national championship. Jeez. Woo, buddy, the Kool-Aid is flowing today, my friends. Who was that that's drinking early? Uh, someone in the nine one eight up where up oh. where you're at. I don't I don't oh, know. My. Heisman, Buckus, Big Twelve playoff and national championship. Well, and if that all happens, Venables wins Coach of the Year. I mean, a lot of other stuff happens uh, if 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 we go on to win the national championship. So yeah, that would just be a short list of all the all the great things. But hey, you know I love me some optimism, Tyler. So you know, get after it. I don't think there will be a Heisman and a Butkus winner on this year's team, and this is to you in the text line. If I could somehow tell you there would be one All-American at the end of the year, who would you who would you think it would be at the end of the season? There's probably two obvious guesses here. Yeah, I think Danny Stutzman is yeah. the yeah. is 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 my guess. So I'll take the lowest hanging fruit. You can take the next low hanging fruit. No, I it's it's Stutzman um, for the way that he's playing right now. And there's just there, there there's a good number of high level quarterbacks in college football. And not that Dylan Gabriel can't be an All American at the end of the year. I just think Danny Stutzman probably has the easier path to do so uh, with Michael Penix Jr. and Caleb Williams and Sam Hartman at Notre Dame. Going to be maybe a little bit tougher for Gabriel to get there than Stutzman. So I, I would guess I would guess Stutzman is the All-American if they, uh, if they have one at the, at the end of the year. I- anyone else that you would entertain at this point other than Stutzman and Dylan Gabriel? Hmm. Let me think. I mean... Nick Anderson if he keeps catching three touchdowns a game? Yeah, yeah, that would definitely be the case. I mean, you th- you you automatically think like, okay, what about a Tyler Guyton? You know, obviously people have talked about how he could be a first round talent, or he is a first round talent. We'll just see how he plays. You know, those the the offensive line is always kind of tough to judge on some of those kind of individual awards, like like an All American, but. You have yeah, to have get... a reputation and a name that everyone knew about going into the year. And not that Guyton didn't. I just he wasn't on a whole lot of preseason All American lists, which sometimes can matter. What about Peyton Bowen? Freshman All American nah. or just All American All American? Yeah, freshman All American. Freshman All American. Americans. Yeah, I mean, I mean freshman All American. Absolutely, he can. All I right. mean, if Harrington is out for the rest of the year. Um, Peyton Bowen's going to play a lot there with Desan McCullough and maybe some other positions. Like, yeah, I. N- not only would I say yes to that, I think that there could be a, a, a there's a very good chance that he would be a freshman All American at the end of the year. Just even money at this point. What about Woody Washington? You think he can make an All Big Twelve team? Maybe. I think He's he can make. Very well. I think he can make an All Big Twelve team based on reputation. It's just. No one's really throwing it his way up to, up to this point, or at least it doesn't feel like that's being the case, right? Like, it's so been the Gentry Williams. That a can get. I, and that's what I'm saying on reputation. It's been Gentry making the big plays, Kenai Walker making the big plays. Like, several corners have had interceptions already, but Woody Washington just they're they're not they're not testing him uh, so far. Yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, the answer is Danny Stutzman. I mean, in in yeah, all caps it is. with what he's doing. Uh, you know, with his stats, even just his team stats. I mean, hasn't he doubled up Kip Lewis, who's the second yes. leading tackler? Correct. Thirty to uh, thirty tackles for Stutzman, fifteen for Kip Lewis currently. And this is, and Tyler, this is with him only having four tackles in the opener. Like he, he barely played because you know we got out to that big lead. This isn't a situation where, like last year, hey, he led the Big Twelve in tackles because we couldn't get off the field. 
Like now he's leading it because he's the first one to the ball every time. There's a and and that's what I'm saying as far as like the people that are like three and zero last year, three and zero this year. It's basically the same team. Like like you can't make any judgments. No, you you really can. You can look at it and say last year Danny Sussman racked up a bunch of numbers because we couldn't get off the field and and just by nature he he was in the vicinity for a thousand snaps right so he's gonna make tackles whereas this year it's it's very obvious that Danny Stutzman is stuffing the stat sheet because as many coaches have said now Tyler opposing coaches he just sniffs it out yeah he's one step ahead like you weren't hearing that last year from opposing coaches you're hearing it this year KW the 918 says Woodrow Washington is the college version of Revis Island dude locks down half the field uh, Chapstick says freshman All-American Bowen and PJ. From the 580, uh, Peyton Bowen needs to catch the ball. Here is a Guyton from the 918s. Uh, 405, DG gets snubbed for the Heisman. And Stutzman goes to the coin toss and says, I'm here to get my boy's trophy back in the national championship yeah. game. I can, actually, I can ass, actually see his, Stutzman doing that. Wearing his Boz-signed Gucci sunglasses <laughs> to the uh, yeah. coin flip. Yeah, I, I I could seriously do, see in, uh, Stutzman being aware of that and saying that at the uh, at the coin toss before the game. Uh, Aaron and Austin says hot take: Venables won't revoke any press credentials this year. Yeah, tough week for old uh, Lincoln, huh? Not a good look Golly. the past seven days. Golly, and and you see they interviewed Chip Kelly. Yeah, uh, and obviously yeah. there's a lot of people that you know the LA media. A lot of I mean I'm sure there were some people at both press conferences, and uh, he's like, you can do that. I didn't even I didn't even know that you could suspend. I didn't know you could suspend a beat writer. It's like, well, leave it to anybody to find out that you can suspend a beat reporter. Old Lincoln Riley. 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We'll get to more text, more OU football as well on the other side right here on The Ref. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Fowler Auto Group is proud to be a part of your community where our passion and values lie far beyond the show. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community. And it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call us. Stop by any of our six Oklahoma dealerships or visit FowlerAuto.com to see the Fowler Standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. That is what drives us every day. Fowler Auto Group, a proud partner of OU Athletics. Rightway Insurance is an independent insurance company, which means they work for you. They can use their network of providers to search for better coverage and a better deal for your life, health, home, or auto insurance policies. With their help, it's easy to find a better insurance solution. Let them help you search for the best coverage for your needs. Give Rightway Insurance a call today, 405-607-6014. That's 405-607-6014 to get better, more affordable home and auto insurance. That's Rightway Insurance, your insurance advisor. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Get ready for a night of solid gold with The Temptations and The Four Tops. Same night, same stage. October 24th, Apache Casino Hotel, Lawton, Oklahoma. The Temptations and The Four Tops together live. Reserve seats on sale now at Casino Cage or online at ApacheCasinoHotel.com. The Temptations and The Four Tops. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for youth. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals into your body. And nicotine, which can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Somewhere there's a river rushing through the woods while someone rushes through their day. There's a mountain looking up at the sky while someone looks down at their phone. 
a trail waiting to be walked while someone waits for a latte. This world is full of somewheres waiting for someone just like you. So go see yours at 154 National Forests and 20 Grasslands. And to learn more, visit nationalforest.org. The National Forest Foundation. See your somewhere. When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different, and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Texting, talking on your phone, or listening to music near train crossings or on platforms are big distractions. You need to see and hear the train coming. After you're on the train, those things are fine. So remember, simple things like taking your headphones out and taking your hood off could save your life. Kids, they're just different than us. They have no inhibitions, consider silverware optional, and can find fun anywhere. When kids get really sick, they're different than us too. That's why the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is introducing the Dare to Dream Project. With the largest global clinical trial for kids with blood cancer, it'll be the biggest medical advancement for little patients in history. Help transform treatment and care for kids and support all the work we do at LLS.org. Hi, I'm Tim Lasher from my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity system comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113. Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Cavens Group is bringing you this hour of The Rush. If you have an emergency 24 hours a day, give Cavens a call. They specialize in fire, water, mold, remediation, and crime scene cleanup. That's Cavens Group, 405-573-3048 or Cavens Group. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson. Travis is at Core Society in Bixby as we're getting you ready for Danny Okoye, four-star and the number one overall player in the state of Oklahoma, announcing at 6.30 tonight on Instagram Live. Jimmy and Edmund on the text line says, I believe this weekend will show where we are. I just believe we will win 35-17 to and pull away in the fourth quarter. How do you guys see this? I'm sure... You guys have went over this. I have been doing yard work today on my day off. Thanks. My midweek score, uh, early week score is the same. I had uh, OU 38, Cincinnati 20. So um, I've got OU covering the spread, the 14.5 point spread. Where would you be currently on a uh, midweek score prediction? Midweek score prediction. I I like a uh, – give me a 42 42- – 17 victory. Man. Yeah, I just I, I think we're going to be able to throw. That'd be the most uh, that'd be the most impressive result in my opinion up to this point. You go up I, there and win by like that. Yeah, absolutely. And Tyler, when you look at the last two games, we've really looked good in second halves. I mean, you look at, you know, I mean, look at fourth quarters. Look at the SMU game, right? Things get close and all of a sudden, boom, back-to-back touchdowns a four and out for SMU, and that game was all sewn up. You look at last week against Tulsa, second quarter, you know, maybe maybe people are kind of letting their guard down a little bit because we get off to such a hot start. And then second half, we only give up the field goal, right? Like, <clears throat> I feel like our depth is really shining through, and we're, we're really performing our best in third and fourth quarters. I just don't think these teams can hold up so much. And I know that uh, – you know, Cincinnati's got some some talent, obviously. They've got some NFL bodies, but let's test their depth. What does that depth look like? You know what our depth looks like, Tyler? Nick Anderson, Jaden Gibson, Jackson Arnold. 
P.J. Adebore. Like, that's what our depth looks like. That's some pretty good depth. Kip yeah. Lewis. Yeah. Like, it, that's, those are really, really good le- depth. Well, I, it, it's just it, it's, there's a lot of reason for optimism. You're talking about the depth, but, but there's a lot of reasons for optimism. And, and just God, another reason why it's so important to go up there and play well, to keep that optimism and not be here in a week's time and having to totally erase all the good things that we've seen throughout the first three weeks, right? Just go up there. Play well, go beat a Cincinnati team that might be middle of the pack, maybe a little bit higher in the Big 12 this year, and just kind of kind of keep that optimism rolling. There have been, you know, there's been, what, one, two, three moments in each game up to this point where OU's had a coverage breakdown. So I guess that you have to factor that in a little bit on Saturday, and Cincinnati is good enough offensively to take advantage of that, but... I just I still think, man, they're going to have trouble running the football unless Emory Jones gets loose, which he's very capable of. I think it's really going to be difficult for Cincinnati to get yards on the ground, and they're probably going to have to throw it around quite a bit to to win this game. Is kind of where I'm at with things because I really like this OU front seven. Really like what they're doing up to this point. Yeah, and and Jay Valai, I'm fine with that because Jay Valai has been coaching his butt off with these corners. I mean, they are they are putting them to work. And you can tell. Look how many times we got our head around, Tyler. We hadn't. We saw that, or we didn't see that for like three or four years at one point. And corners are getting their head around. Kendall Dolby with a beautiful interception. Obviously, Gentry tracking the ball for his interception. Key was kind of just playing back there and, and kind of caught a pop fly a little bit of one. Obviously, it was a good play, but it wasn't as competitive as the other two in the secondary. It's if you want to if you want to try and throw on our corners, cool. They're going to be aggressive. They might, uh, as far as a random pr- pr- a random prediction goes, will probably draw a penalty at some point for a defensive pass interference because they're going to have to go downfield and our corners are playing a physical style. They're playing an SEC style of, of, of corner. So, uh, yeah, make them throw because, like I said, our corners are getting their heads around, they're getting in good position, and they're making plays on the ball. 832 says a Sooner Doomer take here. We go up and lose this weekend. Are people calling for Venable's job? Still, though, personally feel good where our trajectory is heading as a program. Calling for his job, not a lot of people. Um, I think if, if that were to happen, the main takeaway is it's just like last year. That's what we'll hear in the postgame show. Started 3-0 last year, felt really good about things, and... They lose, and is something similar about to happen? That's that's probably the big takeaway if you lose at Cincinnati. Yeah, I think it's, again, it's, you can't, I think with the recruiting at least, just the general talent you're getting and seeing the young talent, Tyler, seeing, again, Peyton Bowen, P.J. Adebare, seeing what Jackson's able to do, even seeing the Gibsons and Andersons and, and these guys that are, that are Venables guys, you know, like getting them in, like, you have to think like, hey, once these guys get in the system, like even even if we were to lose this weekend, I don't think it's a situation. I mean, you got David Stone coming in, you've got Nigel Smith, you've got a lot of really talented guys. I just I don't think there's any way anybody calls for his job, and if they are, then well, I don't know what to tell them. Hour two's next. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, K R E F, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the K R E F app, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Monty Markham with Markham's Nursery. Fall is the perfect time of year to landscape your home or business with beautiful trees of all sizes. And during our annual fall tree sale from September the 22nd through the 25th, there's no better time to save on those trees. So don't miss our tree sale this Friday through Monday at any of our four convenient locations. Goldsby, South Oklahoma City, Norman, and Ardmore. Markham's Nursery, just had the sun. You're a member of the Ref Army, and we know you want to show it this football season. Just visit kref.com, click the KREF store link on the menu, and check out our fresh line of shirts like the official Ref Army tailgate shirt. Say goodbye to the Big 12 with our Thanks for the Trophies shirt, and join us in our pink shirt to salute Julie Venable's fight with breast cancer, for which a portion of every purchase will be donated to Stevenson Cancer Center. Find all of that and more 